was it good? Star Trek Discovery, the first season has just ended. I'm your host, Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna. We are Was It Good? And we're going to be looking at the finale episode of Star Trek Discovery and the Star Trek Discovery series as a whole. Boo. Yes, welcome. This is our very first episode. Oh, and this is our first episode ever. We are bad tacos, by the way. Oh, yeah. Good for them to know that. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) Who are these people talking about my favorite series ever, Star Trek Discovery, right? (laughs) That was me puking into this mic. Ravi, you're going to need a new one. These are are ours together. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, we all paid for these. Damn it. He doesn't remember. (laughs) Clearly not. So, Arjuna. We talking about what? All right, so tonight, today, tonight, or whenever you're listening to this episode, we are, as Ravi said, talking about Star Trek Discovery, Season 1 and the Season 1 finale, Take My Hand. This was the Star Trek show that fans have been waiting for for over a decade since Star Trek Enterprise uh, left our, our beloved airways that originally aired on uh, Rest in Peace Channel. You, uh, was it UP- UPS? You no uh, C- CBS CBS no 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 it didn't air on CBS did it Spike yes it's a, all Star Trek shows have, have aired on CBS Spike well, this TV is the was first, so uh, this is so Star Trek Discovery is the first show that is using uh, CBS's new uh, internet based service CBS app, right all access um, which we we could, I think we that would be a good starting point when the the series first started early uh, late last year two thousand seventeen a lot of people were kind of annoyed. That the only way you could watch this series is if you uh, had CBS All Access, uh, which annoyed a lot of people because it was, what is it, $10 a month? Arjun, I believe you actually signed up for the service. Yeah, so actually it is $7.99 for the service with commercials, $9.99 without commercials. I did the $9.99 without commercials because I absolutely can't stand commercials in general especially in streaming on streaming apps where they continuously replay the same advertisements that would drive that, anybody nuts that, i think that is the quickest way to go to insanity so it is 9.99 i also invested in the app because a big perk with it is actually getting nfl games you get wherever you live you get the local cbs games so because we are patriot fans we actually got a lot of patriots games on the cbs app right Right, right, right. So that's the CBS All Access. We are not advertising it, nor do we condone it or think it's even needed. Anyway, back to Star Trek (laughs) Discovery. Krishner, uh, I'd like to kind of just get your quick, you know, um, two-second thought. Go ahead. It sucked. There we go. That's... uh, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. It was one of the worst season finales of any show I've ever seen. Now, I should qualify my statement with the fact that I did not watch this show past i think episode five or six correct you ended i believe just before the mid-season break where they yes. entered the mirror universe yes yes which you know I've, I've heard you know there were some good episodes and there's some bad that's not the reason you know the reason i stopped watching was because very simply i lost interest um, i thought it was because you moved out of arjuna's place and you guys separated and you're both mad at each other yeah that's true as well the the pain of watching the show uh <laughs> brought up the memories yeah. of arjuna and his curly hair when it gets really long um, and his distinct scent. <laughs> um, no, uh, yeah, no, I stopped watching. I, I lost interest, kind of like a lot of uh, other 
uh, of the Star Treks. It's never really been a show that I uh, kind of grind through. Mm-hmm. I, I, I see a few episodes here and there. So right. I'm, it's not that I'm against the show. It's right. just not my kind of television. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the that finale was uh, it was. I was waiting for it to end. It was boring. Uh, I would like to add one big thing that's kind of different with this Star Trek compared to other series is the entire season uh, is one gigantic arc, correct? Yes, yes. And what makes it, I think, a little bit more difficult for you know viewers that are similar to how Krishna watches Star Trek, which is an episode here and there, is unless you invest the time to watch the whole uh, series yeah. from start to finish, yeah, you're going to kind of be confused or lost which or is- whatnot. Which, Which is kind of what television is in general today, yes. especially on streaming apps uh, with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. A lot of those shows are serialized. It would have been nice, though, for Star Trek, because I think a strength of the show uh, originally was that it was always, you know, you have a starship and it's a big crew, which means big cast. And you could flesh out those characters in different episodes. You have different stories. And that, you know, this, like you said, went in a different direction where you only followed like four characters and you know you got to know them pretty well especially michael burnham right um but i the show lost i think one of the most interesting aspects of it where you could explore the different cultures and the different right uh characters and their interactions you know you lost that and i'm not saying that's the reason i lost interest right i, I it's just, arjuna's you know. curly hair and, and smell yeah exactly. uh speaking of arjuna and curly hairs and smells um Arjuno, your quick like, uh, let's start with you know your general impression of, of the finale and just as a as a first season of something brand new in this this new um, revitalized age of Star Trek and Star Wars. I will say the finale did not hold up. The last two episodes really were very. They were there. It was it was it was a it was a waning action almost because they had built up the mirror universe, uh, and the conflict there. And I believe it was episode thirteen with Lorca. Uh, and the whole uh, coup d'etat, and then the spoiler alert, by the way, for if you haven't watched or are caught up on Star Trek, but Lorca dies in episode 13. What? Mir- Mirror Lorca, actually, dies in episode 13. Oh, the bigger spoiler, the Lorca that we're introduced to in the quote-unquote Prime universe is actually the... Mirror Lorca. Mirror Lorca, yeah, whatever. What happened to Prime Lorca? No one knows. We everyone assumes we he's probably will, we dead. We will get actually. Uh, no, he's a, still alive. There's a uh, already on Reddit on the Star Trek Discovery subreddit. There is a growing um, consensus, I guess you could say that uh, Lork. Oh, I'll just throw this out right now. The consensus. So at the very end of the episode, um, uh, Michael Burns is uh, Klingon. Excuse me, Vulcan father. Um, Sarek. Sarek says, we're going to Vulcan to pick up the new captain. A lot of people believe that it could potentially be the prime Lorca. Yeah. Which would make a lot of sense. But we'll see. Right. And so that kind of brings me to my thoughts on the season as a whole. It was very up and down. There was some good. There was some bad. But I think I am excited for there to be a second season and to see what they can do. I think by the end of this season, they've excised a lot of what didn't work. I think the biggest thing to me that didn't work was the whole Ash Tyler, Volk, human Klingon hybrid storyline. And it was wrapped up in a way a few episodes before the finale in a very unceremonious way where they just sever the tie with Volk and nothing really comes of it. And, and it was just a plot device ultimately to push Michael's character. Well, I. 
Sorry to interrupt, but sure, go ahead. I, it's not just. I don't think it's just a uh, um, a character ew, character development thingy for for Burns's character. I think it's also what we saw in the end was um, we have this guy now working with um, what is her name, the Klingon lady. So Ash Tyler's character working with Laurel. Laurel, the Klingon. Uh, I think it works there as well to kind of give her the extra confidence that that character needs in order to actually, you know, unite the Klingon race. But I don't think we're gonna see that in season two. I, th- I, I mean, I think, I think that whole. You think seemed, you it, think the Klingons are completely done? Well, even the way they ended the season with just saying the Klingon war is over. I think the arc is over, and they talked about how each arc in each season would be very independent of one another. So I do think that's all. I think it's done. I think Ash is gone. Uh, maybe we run into them in an episode that connects to this crew again. But I think for this next season, it's very much going to focus on who we have on the ship right now and potentially who the new captain is and, and everything like that. So I, I do think that was the right thing to do. I, I think the show tripped up on itself when it tried all these different gotcha moments with Lorca being bad in the mirror universe Lorca with Ash Tyler being a Klingon double agent. They kind of were for shock value and they didn't, they were cool and interesting initially, but they didn't really do anything significant with those in my opinion. So I'm glad those elements are done with. I just hope that this next season has more of a, a, a more of a strong story because it felt like to make the story strong they had to implement those elements so ultimately i would give this season like a whoa, whoa we're not we're not at that point yet i would give it a three volks out of a takufma you've ruined the ratings we have a very specific rating system very, for the show based very, on the title very very specific. and the song that you created which one well the the the, the intro one that they've heard what song what door? Was it good? Who knows? Yeah. But those are my thoughts. Krishna, uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, so as, as you, you kind of started the this, when we decided, hey, Star Trek Discovery, let's jump into it. You kind of said at the very, very beginning, you're like, you know, I'm not a big Trekkie. I'm not big into Star, uh, Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I have weird opinions. I think Episode 8 is a good film. You know, your opinions are kind of skewed and so forth. <laughs> Sure. Um, you have watched Star Trek growing up with us on and off, like you had said earlier. Mm-hmm. You're able to, you've enjoyed previous uh, series of Star Trek because you can just jump in and out. In the scheme or the, the order of Star Trek episodes, you've only watched of this season maybe six episodes, including the finale. Um, wh- where do you compare this to, to other, other Star Trek series? Uh, I think... I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to just say it's probably the weakest one I've seen in terms of what I want from a Star Trek. I'm not saying that it is, like, worse. I'm specifically talking about, I think, kind of what I mentioned earlier, which is I want to see a sprawling cast. I want to see, like, different stories with different characters. Um, you know, and, yeah, there's this something, and I think a, a big criticism of this um, new series is that it was so different from the formula of old Star Trek. Very I think different, a lot of very different. traditional Trekkies didn't really like that. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't like the season, but, you know, I'm not, not going to be one of those who's going to say I hated it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch enough of it to hate it, to be honest. So you also just hit on uh, a point that's interesting, and, and 
I know this uh, episode of Was It Good is supposed to be about Star Trek Discovery, but you did mention something interesting. You know, Trekkies, right? Yeah. You know, the, the current, that's what the fans of Star Trek call themselves are, are Trekkies. Um, and like you said, and it's true, a lot of them came out towards the beginning and even now that the first season is over and saying, you know, it's not, it's not what I remember. It's missing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Another giant fan base has said that in recent years as well. Star Wars fans mm-hmm. with Episode 7, Episode 8, Rogue One, the Han Solo film that's coming out. Mm-hmm. A lot of these um, fans, uh, especially hardcore fans that, you know, they've grown up on, the, on these things, the nostalgia and so forth, have come out and for the most part, one could look at the internet and say, you know, fans of Star Trek, Star Wars do not like what's happening. Um, producers, directors, studios have come back and said, well, you know, these amazing franchises and so forth, they need to change with the times in mm-hmm. order for them to still be relevant. You know, we have our opinion about Star Wars. Krishna is wrong. Um, <laughs> but with Star Trek, do you guys feel that it is actively changing with the times? Or is this just something where it seems maybe some producers are taking a, a dart and just throwing it at a board and hoping it sticks? Well, I think if you're going to talk about Star Trek as a whole as a franchise, the reboot really started with the J.J. Abrams movie, right? And even watching the pilot of season one, that had a very J.J. Abrams feel to it. With He's talking about all the light flares. With the light flares and just, <laughs> just the feel and the grittiness and, and everything like that. And as the season went on, it deviated from that a little bit. But I think it has been moderned up a little bit, right? I think, I think the original run of Star Trek was really the five series with the, the ten movies, that kind of followed that this the this very very specific way of doing Star Trek, and with J.J. Abrams, the style has changed. Uh, you you have the new film series, which is much more action oriented. You have this new show, which is heavy heavily serialized, which is funny because it it seems like it's reversed from what the movies and the TV shows used to be. Right the 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 movie itself was the movie series was more serialized and the TV shows were much more individualized while the movies feel much more individualized yeah. now and the TV is much more serialized and i i do think that's a reflection of our time yeah where we have these movie franchises but everything needs to to stand alone i.e. the marvel cinematic universe where there's 20 plus films but they want every single film to still stand by itself so people don't get alienated, right? So it's like, oh, I've, missed, I've missed 18 movies. I can't go possibly ever watch all of them and see this one. I think with the Star Trek films, it's a, it's a similar thing. The plot elements don't really follow from the first three movies. Uh, you know, really just some of the characterization that's easy to pick up on, but other than that, nothing really carries over while the TV show is that serialized format because you can binge it, because you can watch it back-to-back, you have easy access to it. Mm. So it is, to answer your question, I think a reflection of the times. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but then you do wonder if, with the backlash of not having that classic Star Trek feel, will season two look a little bit different? Will it go back to maybe some more... Maybe they don't go back to you know, Planet of the Week, you know, Beam Down, the, the same formula, but maybe there's much smaller arcs within season two, that, that's more individual stories about this Discovery crew. Right, and I mean, the the season ended um, on kind of an interesting cliffhanger. Uh, the crew is on their way to Vulcan, and then, boom, the USS NC-170 appears, <coughs> USS Enterprise, 
you know, with uh, Captain Pike, uh, and it was a Priority One level distress call. Now, for those wondering, Priority One is is the worst kind. Not pri- Priority Zero. No, Priority One. Priority Priority Negative One. There you go. Um, so they, they, you know, the Enterprise shows up. Um, we got a nice a nice look. I think for the episode and for me personally, seeing the the classic Enterprise in this new kind of style. Uh, just appear. They then ended it with the nice classic music that they actually did a, a kind of like a remix, not like a you know with a boo 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 thing, but <laughs> a nice a nice modernization of it. Um, definitely kind of gave me um, what's Go- that goosebumps. Thing? goosebumps that yeah, thing. it was it was definitely cool to see, and it makes you smile a little bit as a Star Trek fan. Like, oh, that's Ooh, what, the Enterprise. Krishna, did do you feel anything? No. Oof. Wow. No. But but again, but that's you know that's more because I didn't. I've seen a couple episodes, you know. I haven't watched enough to get invested. And that's what leads me to think that perhaps they go back to more of the individual stories. They're clearly, clearly, I think that's a nod to they want to get the Star Trek fans back onto the show because I think they do have a new fan base, but clearly Just doesn't include Krishna. But clearly, their audience, they're clearly their audience, so that their their target audience are Star Trek fans, which is a still a very large. Right, which makes sense fan because base. you never want to get rid of your core fan base because Correct. your core fan base, especially with stuff like Star Trek, they're going to go out in the forums, the, the Reddits, the, the Facebooks, and, you mm-hmm. know, blast their opinion and so forth. And they're going to buy the products, right? The, the additional products, the toys, the, the costumes, the DVDs, the Blu-rays, the, all that type of stuff. Bro, it's all digital now. People still buy Blu-rays like me. Collectors do, yeah. That's true. Uh, the merchandise is where you really get your money. Yeah. I think sure. Arjun is a hoarder <laughs> of Blu-rays. If anyone's listening and um, you know knows anybody with professional advice, please contact us at one eight hundred Bad Tacos. Underscore. Nailed yes, it. Underscore. Cool. Speaking uh, real quick, we'll do a quick little social media drop here. Where can folks uh, tune in to find more information about Bad Tacos and was it good? So you can follow us on Twitter, uh, the Bad Tacos uh, pictures which is our, our production company that houses this podcast and, and, and uh, another podcast and shows and, and all of our sketches and stuff. So you can follow us on Twitter at BadTacos underscore. You can follow us on Facebook.com slash, I believe, BadTacos. Correct. And you can follow us on YouTube. Just search BadTacos. Unfortunately, we don't have a unique URL yet because we need some more followers. So you should go out and follow us on YouTube mm. uh, so we can get those 1,000 followers. And we also have a Patreon, mm. which is uh, – Christian, do you, do you yes. have the URL? Yes, it's uh, HTTP colon backslash backslash <laughs> www.patreon.com backslash tacos. Pretty, wow, pretty, was, pretty simple. You, you can't go wrong if you follow those exact instructions. Yes, I give you a, a literally Quick question. GPS coordinates to our question. Patreon. Question: Is that HTPP or HTTP? HTTP. I have made the HTPP mistake uh, one time. <laughs> I just wanted to make you say PP. PP. Um, I will say this. Um, very basic. Uh, Patreon has uh, just been set up. Uh, we'll have more good stuff coming on all of these pages, really, uh, in the near future. And for this show specifically... You can follow us on Twitter. I believe it's at wasitgood underscore. Correct. You can follow us on Twitter. And we also have an Instagram for Bad Tacos. It's uh, at it's badtacos.pictures, I believe. Yes. Uh, we're <laughs> yes. still getting the uh, handles We down, literally so. just spent like five minutes on social media <laughs> drops. Anyway, let's move on to everyone's favorite topic. We call it... Just I, I don't know which one you're going Rant, rant time. <laughs> Red time. 
That was great. That was really good. Which one? <laughs> Which one? So there's, there's a couple, actually. Um, I'm going to start it off with... So this is obviously a brand new podcast. And uh, I think there's... Yeah, only... what the hell's rent time? So... Rent time. <laughs> kind of sounds like rent time. Yeah, I know. Rent time. So with rent time, it basically allows us to kind of go off the rails and, you know, talk about the real issues uh, specifically in this episode, it's going to obviously be the real issues that is CGI with Star Trek Discovery. And thank you, Arjuna. You're right. The CGI. This. Uh, I wish you could see Christian Arjuna's faces because <clears throat> they are expecting one thing. They're about to get something else. The CGI as a whole, as a whole series. Don't do it, don't do it man. Was actually good. No, you get out. you're wrong. Get, that, you wait, lose rent. Wait, hold on. No. Hold on. Rent time. Wait, no. Let me finish my point real quick. Real quick. The reason I say as a whole it was really, really good is specifically with a Star Trek series, the things that I care about when it comes to a Star Trek series, the planets, the space battles, the starships, and stuff in space in general. And honestly, a lot of the visuals of space, like the last episode with Kronos, uh, where they did those weird zoom in, zoom out things, they were really well done. And Discovery itself, whenever it jumped into... The Mythochlorian fields, that's not accurate at all, I apologize. But when it would go into the uh, spore drive and jump through, that was also really well done. Um, and when they had to actually navigate between the mirror universe and the regular universe, that was also visually very well done. The jumps were well done, I'll give you that. But it was the smaller stuff. For example, at the very end, and I'm surprised you're not bringing this up because Ravi, the, the big nitpicker, where they're, where they're at the academy and they're getting their medals and stuff and they show the people clapping. That was awful. Oh, I'm not going to lie. That, that, they literally just, you know, had like probably ten people clapping and then they just copied to paste. Say what you really feel. It was dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fuck off. <laughs> We're not there yet. But <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Red time. Still going. So... This is a really positive rant, by the way. That's fine. <laughs> Nobody said a rant has to be negative. Baby, I'm really disappointed. Yeah. It's not a negative I'm rant. not... Th- okay, so the thing is, with, you know, with sci-fi in general, and Arjuna, you and I, I think out of the three of us, have watched a lot of sci-fi television. Nerd. Correct. You know, Battlestar Galactica, Stargate SG-1, Stargate Universe, Stargate, Stargate Atlantis. Atlantis, the two Stargate spinoff movies. We like Stargate. Star Trek. Star Wars, the animated World Clone Wars series. I'll, in general, I've come to the conclusion Doctor that when, Pooh. It, when it comes... Doctor Pooh. Doctor Who. When it, <laughs> when it comes to sci-fi and television, the smaller things, like, for example, when Saru is on that planet with uh, Ash and with um, Burnham, Burnham, and they have him running, <laughs> the CGI on that was... Terrible. Wait, that was no, probably no, no. top let, five worst let CGI. Let say it. Say what you really feel, Ravi. It was dog shit. <laughs> yes, it was dog shit. That's it gonna was, be a drop. It's probably the, <laughs> the first, the the uh, top five worst CGI I've, I've ever seen in a sci-fi television. And, wow. <laughs> like, sci-fi television CGI is, 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 is horrible. Do I need to remind everyone of Battlestar Galactica Season 4, where do they I, had no budget? Do I need to just drop right now Sharknado? No, that's some a, of the worst. That's a movie. Uh, it's not yeah, a television show. Yeah, that's but a lifestyle. But it was, on, it was on the Sci-Fi Network, right? Which is television. It's a television movie, no? He's technically uh, got you there. I He's don't remember. I honestly don't know because I don't watch nonsense. I've never seen it. But Wait, sure I've never seen them either. Well, this sounds like a... This sounds like a, a was-it-good Sharknado five movies. Well, yeah. if uh, you're listening out there, viewer, 
<laughs> you are one. Hi, Mom. We will, for whoever submits to Patreon, we will make Krishner watch Sharknado. That's actually a, a, an interesting tier level. Like, Sharknado uh, tier level. If you, if, you donate, if you donate $5 a month, uh, you can make us watch an, a movie. I'm going to have to watch it all the way through and then do a, an actual review on it. Oh, we'll keep that in mind. Uh, anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to hijack Sorry, CGI, guys. CGI. But to my point, like you have both said, the, the smaller parts, like the, the audience, Suru running through the forest at top speed, um, those smaller things, yes, the CGI is never the best thing. But they save, I feel like, the, the in-depth work of CGI and so forth for those space battles, for those big and, yes. you know, what? Big cinematic looking shots of space and yes. so forth. Why, Krishna, this is close set. Turn off your phone. Oh, that was my phone. Yes. Oh, I thought it was Arjuna's iPad. I'm sorry. Technical issues. <laughs> uh, so that, that that's just one of my my rants. Um, I want to kind of move it over. Rant time. I want to move it over. You got to stop that. <laughs> no, you keep doing it. I want to move over to uh, Arjuna. <clears throat> and you usually, when you look at a series, you are kind of very specific. I think you touched on it a little bit earlier already. Uh, but, you know, that disgusting terminology that I hate called character, character development. development. Yes. Um, what do you, Arjun, and Krishna, you know, you're a writer, a well-established writer. You wrote uh, the original Bad, some of the original Bad Tacos, um, the Instagram model, which is coming out um, actually tomorrow, Ooh. or excuse me, actually next week, um, and a couple other, you know, shorts out there. So you have a good, solid understanding of character development. Um, so, guys, what... What do you think about the series as a whole and the development of character? The the show really only focused on developing the character of Michael Burnham. And it, it didn't do a terrible job, but it was very obvious. There were very broad strokes. Uh, and, and even in the last speech, she's like, I stood here a year ago. Uh, or when she's talking to the Admiral, like, a year ago, you know, ready for war, and now I'm not ready for that. It, it's very in your face and, and really explaining to you how I've developed, which is the worst it, it's pretty much the worst character development you can do as, as a writer <laughs> well, where you tell the audience exactly how but, your character but I, develops? I will say i will say this about uh Suniqua martin green the actress that plays michael burnham i think she was not given very strong material the entire show but she did a very good job to portray some emotion and make you believe in what she's saying so i give credit i give more credit to her than the writers because uh, i think she's a, a pretty good actress uh, and did a good job as Michael. And if I'm comparing it to, you know, she's the lead character, right? And the lead character of the other five shows are the captains. I think she's probably the best, the best actor uh, within their role. You know, what? I think she's more compa- She's a more compelling character than Jean Luc Picard. Jean Luc Picard. You take Cisco, that back. Whoa, 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 Arjuna, Arjuna, Arjuna. We are advertising this this show to Star Trek fans. They literally just heard that statement and threw their their radios that's okay. that's across opinion, the room. Though. Across their radios. The room. I don't think you can stream a podcast on the radio. I don't know what year it is. <laughs> no, I, I think Michael Burnham uh, as a character, and again, mostly because of the performance, is a, is a more compelling and interesting character. And I'm interested to see, again, what they do in season two with her character. Because there's still a lot of unresolved things. Her issues with Klingons is still very much there. Uh, with what happened with her parents, um, with still what happened with her captain, the reason she saves the mirror version of the emperor of the uh, the emperor uh, Giorgio was because of her guilt that she was the one that got Giorgio killed. 
So which ultimate, which is interesting too. Sorry to hijack, but it's interesting, especially in the last episode, that her decision to save her actually ultimately what saves everybody, right? Yeah, it gives it gives Starfleet a way to win the war by basically putting a bomb in Kronos, handing it to a Klingon, and saying, "You could blow everyone up, or uh, we'll blow you up." Or not, we you unite everyone and we blow you up. And that is diplomacy. Hmm. And that and that and I guess to go with my rant, that that's another big issue I kind of had with this finale. It was very neat bow of itself, and the show did not present itself as very neat bow. So it it did feel, and I think the reason it felt so boring was because it was very convenient. It, it almost felt like an old Star Trek episode where. In the last ten minutes, everything comes together, right? Mm-hmm. There's the MacGuffin, you know, thing out of the magic box that saves everyone and the planet, and everyone goes back to the status quo. That's very much what the season finale felt like. It felt like Stargate, the Ark of Truth film, where oh, in five minutes everything gets wrapped up. Yeah, and exactly. Impressive. It, <laughs> it, it they they kind of created this conflict that was very regular, you know, standard episode, and then in the last ten minutes. There's a speech, there's a, we're going to transfer it over, and, and very convenient things. It would have been more interesting if, because this is what I thought was going to happen uh, w- within the episode, if Mira Giorgio had blown up the planet and then they had to use the spore drive to go back in time somehow and, and change everything. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's the one thing that I think ultimately, besides Saru's terrible CGI running, annoyed me about how this season ended and the season as a whole is the thing I love about Star Trek is I love the science fiction elements. I get that the, they're still trying to do the classic sure. sci-fi, right? They're still trying to do what Gene Roddenberry did all those years ago, which is bring up real social issues that we, we are seeing. Um, like her Juna said with the, the character of Michael Burns, starting it off with her hatred, her, I think it's xenophobia. Xenophobia. Xenophobia to Klingons. And then the fact that they went to the mirror universe, which is filled with an entire people who are on a quest to just wipe out everything but human beings. I think they did a really good job there. But then, like you said, this this cookie-cutter-placed ending, um, not using science fiction to kind of change things up and, and, and so forth, I get they wanted to do the cookie-cutter ending, but it would have been maybe a little bit more interesting if, like you said, they use a spore drive and figure out a way to, to go back in time or to readjust or so forth. It almost feels like the, the, the season should have ended two episodes ago with the Mirror Universe, Lorca dying, and they return to their own universe with the, the Klingons. It's nine months later, and the Klingons have almost won, and that's your cliffhanger into season two. Instead of trying to wrap up the whole Klingon thing within two episodes when you spent the last four or five episodes in the Mirror Universe away from that. Christian, how would you, as an established writer, fix this? <laughs> uh, fix what? The character development? Everything. Everything. Uh, is it time for my, my segment? No, not yet. I, this, this, not I, I feel yet. like this is a perfect, uh, exactly what I'm going to say. For fine, We have a new segment. It is called... Fuck off. Yes, this is my fuck off statement because I love saying fuck off. Uh, the, the, the whole season finale was, uh, I guess I'm in love with this word this episode, dog shit. And here's why. Okay, so Dog shit, sponsoring this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We need a dog uh, shit. If there are any dog food brands out there. Yes, please rename yourself to know. dog shit and we will, uh, we will represent you. Um, 
So, uh, so obviously, I um I missed a lot of the middle part of the season. But if you if I remember the first two episodes, because I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. The show was presented as a very complicated sort of moral situation, right? Uh, we had Michael Burnham who was very black and white, and she wanted to do this, and she was like, I'm going to, uh, you know, mutiny. No, I want to incite mutiny and and and. And do what I think needs to be done, like taking a very hard stance. And then, you know, later on in the, a couple episodes later, you introduce this very complicated captain, Lorca, right? Who's clearly not a good, not a very good man. Like he's got some issues, right? So that, you know, I, I, I take all, I take all this. Th those were the most interesting parts of the season. Now we flash forward and I get to watch this last episode, which not only was boring, it was completely different than how the show was presented in the first not only the first two episodes, but the first six episodes. At least the first six episodes had a kind of an interesting captain who uh, was morally very different than all the other captains that Star Trek has ever seen. I'm like, that's interesting. We get to the last episode. Look, it's dead. I was like, what the, what the, <laughs> hell, what the hell happened to the most interesting part of this, uh, this entire thing? He's gone. Uh, it was, and they brought back this, you know, this captain who died in the first episode, and she is completely different. At least Lorca, Lorca was interesting because he he was trying to do, he was basically trying to save humanity, uh, and he was willing to do whatever it took, right? This, this, this captain, this captain, uh, well, I'm ahead. sorry, I'm sorry, we, we, I have, we have to jump in because, and, you know, for our viewers who are, who are listening, I want to repeat, Christian has not watched the entire series, so he did miss the entire uh, mirror universe part. So Christian, I'm going to reveal something to you. Lorca was from the mirror universe. L Lorca was from the mirror universe. Irrelevant. His entire motivation was to get back to the mirror universe yeah. to overthrow the emperor and have Michael Burns from the prime universe by his side. His motivation wasn't to save humanity in the prime. Not universe. at all. Incorrect. Right. Incorrect. It was a ruse to. So that's even that's even better. Right, that, that's still interest. That's still more interesting than anything in this last episode. There was nothing interesting in that last episode. It was dog shit. Chris's face is really red, and I am scared. And that last episode, right, was so bad that the entire season can go fuck off. Fuck yourself. Goodbye. Fuck off. And that is uh, our our express the segment. The views that were just expressed were those of Christian Ramgopal. And bad tacos. Nope, just Christian. <laughs> bad tacos' official, uh, position. official position on Star Trek Discovery is we get millennials. <laughs> <laughs> the official position is fuck off and dog shit. A lot of swears in this one. Wow, yeah, a lot of... Arjuna, are we beeping things out? or No, this is specifically an explicit podcast. Oh, good, excellent. Yeah. Because so if you're, under, if you're under the age of 69, fuck off. I will say, though, based on Christian's little outbreak there, or as we like to call it, the um, duck off rant, um, I do I do agree with certain points of what Christian was saying, where Lorca's character, yeah, it's, actually, no, I believe it completely, Lorca's character was probably the most interesting thing out there. Burns is, um, Burns was just kind of a snore fest. And she was a snore fest because it's something we've seen time, time, and time again. Um, yeah, you could argue that, argue that Lorca's entire motivation was, you know, air quotes here, you know, love or whatever or, or that nonsense. Um, but it's still, the way in which he did it was just so much more fascinating and so much more interesting, right? Um, 
I would say to a degree, the bad guys, the bad things in Star Trek Discovery were more interesting than, you know, the good guys to a certain degree. Yes and no. I mean, I think Lorca's premise was interesting, but I think the execution and what they did at the end, it just lacked the punch. They didn't they didn't punch it through. You know well, what that, I mean? It's not just Lorca. I think as Krishner uh, colorfully said just now, it's just as a whole, right? As a whole season. Yeah. If we were to look at this season in a year and rewatch the whole thing, I think we'd be right back going WTF, man. Like WTF, you man. ruined so much. You had so much potential and you ruined it. Yeah, the first two episodes were great. Like, I, and I thought that was gonna, based on those two episodes, I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna watch the season. And then the season is 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 classic didn't. to. My brain just broke. Anyway, I think it's it's <laughs> it's interesting to how another series did uh, what they did, which is uh, Agents of Shield. Uh, the first season was very interesting. The first episode, it kind of started dipping towards the mid-season then they did their tie-in with captain america and then it was interesting again um this one was very interesting was similar not because they tied into a movie or anything bigger but because they changed universes altogether. yeah and it was just all of a sudden this is interesting this is refreshing and so forth so i will say this uh i am a classic spoiler fiend and i knew both of these twists earlier <laughs> in this the show so Reddit and the internet figured out the twists. Uh, Arjuna, before we forget, so it's on tape, going forward, I want a new segment, and it's called the Arjuna Twist, where you reveal this to us every time, because you're so sneaky. So I actually knew about these twists very early within the show. I think ap- after episode three, both <laughs> both the Vogue twist, or uh, no, I think it was the, uh, whichever episode introduced Tyler, Right. the internet figured out he was Vogue. And he is woke or he is woke. Woke. <laughs> woke. What the, the hell is woke, woke is another thing. The the pale skinned uh, Klingon that we oh, saw in the hey, first hey, three hey, episodes hey. and then disappears. Right. The last thing we see of him is wait. Is, he turned human. Yeah, that's who Tyler was. He his his uh, his yeah. consciousness was put onto Tyler's. What? So so Tyler's body. Was it a, did, did another human live in it? Or <laughs> no, it Vogue? was it was Vogue? Lieutenant Ash Tyler. He was a Starfleet person. And what, so Vogue's, they share the body. Vogue's consciousness was put onto it so he could be a sleeper agent to get onto Discovery. Because, so they both because, were because in the, Tyler's body. Yes, Cl- uh, the Klingons' plan, Laurel and Vogue's plan, was to take the Discovery. They knew it had the spore drive, uh, and they wanted to claim it for the Empire. For the Empire, and then lead the Empire with. So they were essentially looking to take the Discovery as their tool to lead the Empire. Because they still wanted to unite the Klingon Empire like Takuvma Takuvma. wanted to in the pilot, the first two episodes. It was a very convoluted plan that that obviously did not work. Hey there, friend. Yes, this is the plan. We're going to steal a Federation person. We're going to cut you open like a jellyfish, and then we're going to stick your conscience on somebody else. So, and then we're going to hope that it all works out. And then we're going to show Klingon boob. Whoa, one? Yeah, basically, it's a, when, whenever they would show Tyler kind of going through this psychosis, they would show Tyler lying in bed and then Laurel on top of him, and she would go like, oh, <laughs> you like, would see her, the Klingon boob. And every time I, I would I would watch with Evelyn, I'm like, Klingon boob. <laughs> I like how you say boob. Um, I just want to point out so uh, basically, what you just said is that uh, Ash Tyler 
um, had Voke in him, but Voke was not woke inside of Tyler. <laughs> so Voke, I just, I just want to point that. Voke out. was woke, but what kept Tyler was his love for Burnham. Wait, wait. So, so Voke, wait, Voke was woke. Voke did he not get woke, but Tyler fought Voke to keep him not woke. Yes. <laughs> I'm right there. I understand. And then he killed a doctor. Yes, actually he did. He killed. Um, oh no, we, we, somebody should look this up. That the guy. Because is actually, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that was actually something else that annoyed me. Like no one could. Doctor Hugh Colbert. Yes. So. Actually, now that I think about it, it's such a way. So, yeah, Ash goes all woke with the Vogue. <laughs> I mean, that's a thing now. Can we get <laughs> woke with the Vogue? Can we get t-shirts made? Why wouldn't you? I that, want that. How, woke with the Vogue. I can't be the one who came up with that. It I, has to be on Reddit. It's got to be somebody, somewhere. Somebody, somewhere. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Ash goes and kills the doctor, who is the uh, partner to... Stannis. Stannis. Kills or Stamets. Him. I'm sorry. Stamets. Kills him. There's actually a, a interaction between the two of them in the second to last episode between Ash and Stannis. Also, I want to mention Stamets has no lines in this entire episode. He's not even present in the finale. He's only at the very end. He's he's not involved with the plan or anything. He's the doctor, right? No, Stamets is the engineer guy. Right, who powers the who spore powers drive. The spore drive. He no, does, no, he no, no, no. He absolutely nothing in this he, episode. He does. He powers the spore drive to get them yeah, into the cave, in. remember? He got it in the thing, and he glowed. And okay. once again, that's... he still C- barely did anything. Wait, yeah. real quick, the CGI in that was amazing. And he also said, you know, like a little cocky, he was like, hey, I'm good. That was cool. I was like, wow, respect, man. You lost your partner, and you're flying a ship into the sport. Respect. Anyway, so Ash kills his partner. They have him, uh, Stannis and Ash have a interaction. And now, like you just said, Ash went off and left with um, the Klingons. And that's that. Terrible. Just all-around terrible. Um, killing the do- a doctor in Star Trek is kind of a big deal because the doctors in Star Trek, They're the always chief medical characters. officers are always main characters. They're interesting. It's another aspect or another part of science fiction. You know, a, a new flesh-eating parasite thing, and how do we fix it? A crew can't function without a doctor. Correct, right. and you just got rid of that character. and, and like For shock value, and... Yes, because, shock value. And here's the thing. The character was a minority... Yes, and was part of it was LGBTQ plus community. So a lot of people were upset that they killed a minority LGBTQ yep. member when they finally showed a same sex relationship in on Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yep, and then they just ruined it for yep. going for the shock value for this arc that. Well, went did, they, what, did they want to? I mean, I, I think I already know the answer, but did you know the loss of this person affect you know his partner no uh you know emotionally did he change did he grieve he did, did not he, you, uh... you he did not change do you tell me you saw the brief scenes with stamets did he change at all uh no doesn't, right. doesn't which was a there. bad representation maybe sure we'll give them the benefit at least even keep... like dark circles we'll give cbs eyes. the benefit of the doubt maybe next season this will be a big bigger part hopefully fingers crossed but honestly how they've played certain things off probably not like, I remember in Deep Space Nine when Worf is in love. Uh, please, those in the audience, this is a close set. Uh, thank you. Well, clearly it's not because we have an audience. Oh, wait. I want you off the... So remember, remember Worf falls in love in Deep That's Space right. Nine. And he loses his partner. And it is 
it is a point for half a season, the following season, because his lover comes back. But at the same right, time, because the she's last an alien two, type that they're conscious. Yeah, 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 I remember that. The um, but they're the last and she two. She falls in love with Bashir. Bashir, That's great right. guy, except in um, twenty four when he was a bad, bad guy. guy. He was also in Kingdom of Heaven. Wait, don't Worf fall, falls in love with Bashir. No, no, no. no. Bashir fell in love with his ex or his dead wife because she was reincarnated. See, that is interesting. <laughs> We'll watch Star Deep Trek, Space man. Nine, man. That's what I'm saying. I am the Cisco. Yeah. I think that was my favorite one. So I have said that. The name of our podcast is called Was It Good? I think we have kind of hit all aspects of this Star Trek Discovery first season. I would like to first start with something I kind of know the answer to. Is will people in this collective here, these this trio of people, will they put the effort up next year actually later this year in 2018 the show is supposed to come back come september which is kind of interesting we don't actually have a cast list yet which is kind of bizarre but you know people especially studios are keeping it close to the ca- uh, close to the chest nowadays because they don't want fans to like arjuna go well, on the forums and start talking well to that's each other. funny because with the the reason people figured out ash tyler and volk is because the actor who played Ash Tyler, uh, Shazad Latif, mm-hmm. was originally announced as Volk. Yes. Oh, yes. They, they wow. missed it up themselves. And, and then they're like, oh, no, no, he's actually playing a different character named Ash Tyler. And then they gave a fake actor name for Volk, an actor who does not exist, except only on IMDb. And his one credit was this. <laughs> wow. So they messed it and up. And it was an old <laughs> headshot of Ash Tyler. Weird. <laughs> yeah. He did not have a headshot. But back to my original question: Will uh, our well, Krishner? Will you be investing the time? Will you actually sit down and watch it? Maybe we could do this weird brother thing where we hang out once a week and watch this terrible show, and we all remember that time. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but anyway, will you watch the show with us? Hell no. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. No. Well. You heard it here. So, Arjuna and I are holding auditions for a new older brother. Must be bald, have a beard, and a terrible sense of humor. What? What? You're fired. <laughs> well, I'm taking Megatron then. I, I mean, I, I, I will say for myself, I'll give it. I'll give season two another go around. But I, I do think my expectations will be. Uh, I'll have a shorter leash for season two because I, mm. I don't think season one was bad. Uh, but I was not. I would not say it was good. So it was not good. I would say it was not good. I would also say it's not good. Answering so, the question, right? The prime I, I, I would say the directive of. I, I would definitely say the season finale was definitely not good, and I would say the season as a whole was not great, not good, and so I will give season two a chance. But if we, wa- I watched the first three episodes. I'm like, this is. That's a, that's a good. This leash. is bad. Three I, I, I might, leash. I might, I might just kind of call it quits at that point. Nice. So, for me, the last five seconds were amazing. That was good because it was a lot of nostalgia and so forth. The episode terrible. The season a whole as a whole, I wouldn't say terrible. I would say it's a new season of something familiar in a world where there is a lot of criticism. A lot of people can throw up their comments, their opinion. It can get blasted around. Um, if you do a search right now for Star Trek Discovery, a lot of the articles that you're going to find are going to say things such as um, 
the lame Star Trek Discovery finale took the franchise backwards. Star Trek finale season one, gritty reboot with purpose. Um, Star Trek Discovery keeps hope alive with season finale. Um, There's also an interesting tweet from at bad tacos underscore. It says Star Trek Discovery colon we get millennials. Exactly. Um, Wait, we 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 have to go around though, right? So if I, I'll just ask you, and then you ask Junior, and then Junior ask me. Sure. Was it good? Yes or no? I'm giving you an overly complicated no, 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 no. answer. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we we should do that. You, you it's, but it's never not, that black. I'm not done though. Oh, okay. But we, how we, we have to ask? How it. rude? I, I'm how trying to. I want raw reactions. You. Uh, you're gonna get a raw reaction. Um, <clears throat> like Arjun was saying, you know, give the episode the the next season a couple episodes, figure it out. If it is as bad as this season, I think I'll just do what Join I usually me on my do. Couch. No, I'll wait till the season is done and then just binge Perhaps it in a weekend. It. Um, I don't think it's going to be worth. I do actually. Week to that, week. That's an interesting question. I, I I would now pose to both of you. Do you think this show would be better binging? If it is going to be a serialized formula, then yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I would say yes. That it's still I still wouldn't <laughs> binge it. So, Krishner, was it good? No. Arjuna, was it good? Ultimately, no. Ravi. Was it good? No. <laughs> there we have that. That is the bad tacos position. Is that ultimately it, it is more complicated than Star yes Trek no, Discovery? Star no. Trek Discovery season one was not good. Boom. That is the in five years when we rule the entire West Coast and I live in Sweden, <laughs> we will not go on back. The West Coast. I, yeah, I can rule it from Sweden. Sweden. Well, you could just kind of Skype in, right? Anyway, thank you those for listening. Um, this was Was It Good? I was your host, Ravi. I'm joined by my two brothers, Arjuna and Krishna. We just finished discussing Star Trek Discovery, a new season, a new series that goes boldly into a place where fans don't want them to go, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this and was we, our first episode. And this was our first episode. And collectively, we decided, as a whole, unanimously, Star Trek Discovery Season 1 was not good. <laughs> Thank you. Those and are the tears of our good luck. <laughs>